Amen. I'm thankful for the Holy Ghost today. I'm thankful for what God's been doing in this church and filling people with His Spirit, baptizing people, touching people. Amen. Our prayers are for all those that are sick today. Some are traveling on vacation, weekend, holiday. Some are working, all these different things. But thank God for a full house. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. We are get everything ready and prepared on the new building for a concrete slab. That's the next thing that happens. So thank God for that. So anyway. Amen. Continuing building all the time. Praise God. Psalms 127 and 1. The Bible said, except the Lord. Everybody say the Lord. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. Amen. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Amen. I want to preach from this title, Except the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Can you set your Bibles down? Lift your hands and voices all across this house. Hallelujah. We love you, Jesus. We honor you today. Come on, why don't you earnestly pray right now? We love you, God. Come on, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, is there any hungry people today? Anybody coming here looking for something from God? Anybody need a touch from Jesus today? Oh, anybody need a blessing from above today? Hallelujah. We love you, God. We love you, God. Come on, let's praise Him in this place. Hallelujah. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. Hallelujah. Man, you can be seated. Thank you for standing. I want to preach. Everybody say, Accept the Lord. Amen. I'm going to preach today what the Lord has dealt with me about this week. And, and just a reminder, we need Jesus. Amen. I don't have anything new to preach today. I've, matter of fact, I've got a very ancient message to preach. Amen. It's so old. Nobody that you've ever met was there when it happened. Amen. This is an old, old story, and it worked back then, and it's going to work today. Amen. Praise God. I feel such a burden today to teach to this church, and, and I was praying, and I just began to think how much that if humanity understood how they needed God, I believe there would be a major shifting of priorities in our world. Amen. If they knew they needed God, there would be a shifting of priorities in our world. If humanity had an understanding and a grasp of what this word of God says there would be a major shift of priorities in our world. And I'm going to say it like this. The church needs to get a brand new understanding of how bad we need God. I believe it might change priorities in the church. Well, all the honest people will clap right now. At least the choir. Well, hallelujah. If we had an understanding of how bad we need him, I believe we could make time every day to have an old-fashioned prayer meeting, you and Jesus. I don't believe you would need somebody pumping you and priming you to get you to pray. I don't believe you'd need somebody harassing you to get you to pray if you understood how bad you needed God right now. 
God, open up my understanding. God, give us all wisdom in this house right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Man, I wish I could change everybody everywhere. But today, if I can change one person, praise God. If I can get one person to change today, there will be an eternal impact. Hallelujah. This is what the Bible said in Proverbs, the fourth chapter. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. She shall give to thine head an ornament of grace. A crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. Amen. You want to get promoted? Get wisdom. Praise God. You want your life to get better? Get on your knees and say, God, give me wisdom today. Hey, God's not going to reject your request when you start asking for wisdom. Amen. The Bible said he'll give it to you. Amen. It will bring honor. It will bring a crown of glory. In other words, wisdom will bring success into your life. And a lack thereof will bring demise into your life. Amen. When we get to the end of this life, I don't want your life or my life or your family or my family to be a total mess. Praise God. When we get to the end of this thing, I pray to God that we made some wise decisions in our life. Hey, you ain't got to brag about how wise you are. Your fruit will show. Your life will show everybody what you've been doing. Well, boy, I could shout right now. I said I could shout right now. Amen. You don't have to get on Instagram and tell people how wise you are. All they'll do is let a few days pass and look at your life and say, you know what? They've been doing the right thing. Well, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. I want it to be told of this church. They were some wise people. Praise God. Wise people. They, they raised their children with wisdom. They, they conducted their lives in wisdom. Well, hallelujah. Let, letting the world raise your children is not wisdom. Well, praise God. Some people say, well, there's no way I would start a Christian school because it's just a, a money pit. Oh, yeah, it is a money pit. They say that's not wise to just blow all your money. Let me tell you what's not wise is to let a transgender with a diploma teach your children how to be devils. That's what I call ignorant. Come on, church. Get the Hollywood out of your family. Well, praise God. Don't let Disney raise your children for you. You raise your children. Don't let Disney tell them stories. You tell them stories. Uh, tell them about Noah. Tell them about Moses. Uh, oh, my, my, my. I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. I feel the Holy Ghost boldness in this place. Uh, hey, there's a dividing going on in this world. I said, there's a dividing going on in this world. Uh, and the further we go, the more awkward we're going to look. Uh, the more peculiar we're going to look.
Amen. God, let us make decisions in wisdom. Praise God. Amen. Your surrounding is what you'll become. Hallelujah. Thank God for our Christian school. and I Thank God that, that, that they're around good people. Thank God they're around good teachers. And Holy Ghost filled people. Holy Ghost filled peers. Our children ain't perfect and I never said they were perfect. Amen. I know all children, all people, all families have problems. Amen. But give me a Holy Ghost person that's got problems. That knows how to get on the altar and pray. Uh, don't give me the wisdom of this world. Uh, give me the wisdom of God. Uh, oh. And our text today is either written by Solomon or some people say it was written by David to his son Solomon. Amen. It is some words of wisdom. Everybody say words of wisdom. If you will get these few words of wisdom today, you're going to end up being successful in life. Praise God. Amen. Don't, don't mix up being rich. And being successful. Those are two different things. Amen. You may end up rich, but I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about being successful. Amen. Success is when you marry somebody and you get to stay with them your whole life. Hey, don't get offended if you've already been through the ringer a few times. I'm preaching to some young people. I, I want to preach what real Holy Ghost success is. When you marry somebody uh, and raise a family with them. Uh, and that family, my Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. And that family produces children that get the Holy Ghost. And they grow up and they're functioning members of society. They're not dysfunctional. Huh? Amen. How do you get functional children? You get a functional marriage. You get a functional home uh, where, where people love one another. And they're not. Well, praise God. Praise God. Well, you ain't preaching nothing new. No, I'm preaching it over and over again. Amen. Let me give you a piece of wisdom. You don't say everything you think. Moments will fade away and anger will fade away and frustration will fade away. But I'm telling you, words that cut people will never fade away. Amen. You'll be looking at them 10 years from now. You've long forgot about it. You bought them dozens and dozens and dozens of roses. There ain't nothing wrong with a rose, I guess. Ain't nothing wrong with chocolate, but that ain't going to get it done, honey. Learning how to be kind and loving and dependable. They don't have to worry who you're talking to and where you're at. And if you're 10 minutes late, there's no fear in their spirit. They're not having to go behind you and check your Facebook friends and who you've been direct messaging and who you've been trying to get in contact with. Hey, I'm talking about success. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. I want to talk about these words of wisdom today. Amen. It's this, accept the Lord. Everybody say, accept the Lord. Accept the Lord, build the house. They labor in vain that build it. Praise God. Praise God. Transliterated in Hebrew, this is what it would say. If Yahweh is not building the house, it's futile those that are taking toil. If God is not in the middle of everything that you're doing, if God is not in your marriage, if God ain't in your child raising, if he's not in your business, if he's not in your career, 
if he ain't in your decision making, I'm telling you, you're going to get down the road and everything in your life is going to crumble. And I, hey, I got a warning from God today. Uh, it's time to get God back in the building process with us. Well, about 15 people want God. Well, about 50 want God to get involved. God, we need you today. Amen. We're building today. We're building a church. Praise God. I've prayed on this building, God. Connect me with the right people. You know what God has done? He's connected me with people that's already saved us hundreds of thousands of dollars. Well, raise the Lord. We're building a congregation of people. You're building lives, building families, building careers and businesses. We're building relationships. We're spending our time working on building stuff constantly. That's why the writer said, take heed how you build. The day shouldn't go by when you don't think, God, I hope I've done right today. When you do wrong, don't stick your head in the sand and just keep on doing wrong. Pick up your head and say, God, search my heart. Cleanse me today, Lord. I got. I don't want to build this thing by myself, God. I don't want to lean up on my own understanding. But in everything that I do, I want to acknowledge you, God. What, what, what would happen if you acknowledge God in everything? Does he say, oh, that's cool. I'm glad you did that. No, it says he would order your footsteps. You think you'd stay out of trouble if God was ordering your footsteps? You think more people would be in church this morning if God was ordering their footsteps? You think more people would be at prayer meeting tomorrow if God was ordering their footsteps? I think so. Help us, God. Help us, God. Amen. The writer gives us a little nugget of wisdom that all your toil and all your work and all your effort could be without purpose. It could all be in vain except except the Lord build with you. Praise God. I don't mind putting effort into anything. Praise God. Life is hard. You got to put forth effort. But what a shame is to put forth all that effort into your life and at the end figure out you've got nothing. There's two parts of success in building. One of them is your part and one of them is God's part. Praise God. I, this is where me and Joel Osteen are taking the fork in the road. He's going that way. I'm going that way. I'm going with the Bible. If you're not interested in building, you'll never have anything. Things don't just fall out of the sky and happen. Great marriages don't just happen. Great children don't pop up like mushrooms. You got to get a belt. You, you don't ever have to feel bad whooping your child in front of me. It makes me grin. 
You ain't doing nothing but making my job a whole lot easier. When they're 17 and I'm talking to them and they've had a whipping ever. All I got to do is just pull them a little bit. Oh, the kids are saying, I hate this part of the message. Praise God. Amen. I love this part of the message. Amen. If you're not interested in building, you'll never have anything. This is what Nehemiah said. It's so powerful. Four and six. So built we the wall, and all the wall was joined together unto the half thereof. For the people had a mind to work. Praise God. God, program our minds. We'll never get the God part if we don't get the us part. You'll never get the miracle until you get under the pew. Praise God. Had a mind to work. where, Where does a mind to work come from? Well, this is what I think. I think you watch everybody around you. Praise the Lord. And you get a mind to work. And if you don't get a mind to work, the people around you with a mind to work, authority in your life needs to teach you to have a mind to work. Well, hallelujah. So amazing to go to a restaurant and you see this nice couple and they get it all together and they got nice clothes and you can tell they're successful and they probably drove in an Alexis and right across the street, or across the street, across the table from them there's this thing with long hair about like this and it's got a t-shirt on with video game shirt and you look at them and you can tell they've never had vitamin D in their life. <laughs> they might have got it out of a bottle but not the way God gives it. <laughs> Amen. And you... And they're like 35 years old and they walk by and they say, is this on one ticket? Yes, it is. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Daddy, you might have a mind to work, but you've got to learn how to transfer that mind to work into that next generation. How do you do it, son? You're not going to stay up all night playing video games and sleep all day. Get up out of the bed and do something. You ain't got a job today, go mow the grass. Go weed eat. Go to the... Somebody ought to help me right now. Well, my heart goes out to mamas that are the mama, the dad. They're the the breadwinner the disciplinarian, the spiritual leader, they're having to do everything. I pray for you every day. God, give them strength to be what they need to be. Amen. But that's not an excuse to not do what you need to do. Praise God. Well, my wife won't do this. My husband won't make them do this. Well, you do it. If it ain't happening, you make it happen. Amen. Well, what what are you talking? You got to put a mind to work in people. If they never get a mind to work in our society, they'll never get a mind to work when they walk through those doors. If they don't get the Holy Ghost the first time they try, they'll give up. But if you put a mind to work in them, if you put a spirit in them that won't give up, uh, that just keeps on getting back up, guess what? You'll make a prayer warrior out of them. Uh, You'll make a devil stomper out of them. Hey, I got to preach my message, but anyway, don't, don't accuse the spouse of what they need to be doing and what they shouldn't be and griping them out. If it ain't happening, you just do it. You know what you'll do? You'll you'll put them on a guilt trip. You ain't got to grab people out. Just do what they ought to do. Amen. If they're called to be the spiritual leader and and dad ain't doing it, you just do it. 
They got to have a leader. If dad ain't going to take them to church, you take them to church. Mom ain't going to take them to church, you take them to church. If the children ain't going to take them to church, grandma, grandpa, you take them to church. At some point, somebody's got to put something in them. Well, hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Thank God. Praise God. A mind to work. Everybody say a mind to work. Do something. Learn a trade. Learn a skill. Learn to be the best at what you do. Praise God. We shouldn't be the worst in our field. We ought to be the best in our field. Well, I don't know how. Well, learn how. Learn how. Nobody has an excuse to be ignorant of anything in in a world that is full of knowledge. In In a world where knowledge is everywhere. Knowledge is at the tip of your finger. I don't know how. It's not an excuse to do anything now. Well, hallelujah. Praise God. Be the best in the kingdom. Learn how to do something. Praise God. Praise God. Learn an instrument. I'm, this is my deal. In this school, I'm going to make every child starting this year, they're going to learn an instrument. Praise God. Guess what? If nobody stands up and says, I'm going to teach them, I'm going to get on YouTube and I'm going to learn how to do it. And I'll teach them how to play and see. Can't be that hard. Oh, I hope I'm not a prophet right now. In Jesus' name. Thank the Lord. God help us right now. Our children are to be the smartest children on the planet. Hallelujah. Praise God. So moved. I guess Brother Brooker, I don't know if he was here or there. He was talking about when the child, the Jewish child would learn the Hebrew alphabet. Then the first thing that they would learn how to read and they'd have to memorize from front to back was the book of Leviticus. Praise God. How exciting could that be? But you know what? You, you study history and you look at every major invention and things that changed the world. Guess who it was? It was little Hebrew boys. Let's not be the lazy church. I just need a few more minutes of sleep. That's why I can't make it to church on Sunday. Yeah, and that spirit will send you to hell too. Well, praise God. My Lord, I got to preach what I came to preach. Amen. Whatever you build, we got to make sure the Lord is building with us. Whatever you do, you got to get the Lord working with you. You got to get the Lord's favor upon your life. If you get the Lord's favor on your life, this is what they'll say. Everything he touches turns to gold. Boy, it just seemed like they're the luckiest people. Yeah. I'll teach you how to get lucky too. I'm going to teach luck to you. The 11th chapter of Genesis describes the people that come together in the plains of Shinar. And they decide they're going to build a city. And they want to build a tower. And they want this tower to reach to the heavens. Amen. No mention of saying, let's have a prayer meeting. Let's talk to God and see what he thinks about building a city. Let's... Let's push the plate back. Let's pray and see what he thinks about us building a really tall tower. It's not mentioned at all. Matter of fact, the Bible says when they start building, God comes down to see what they're doing. Which means they hadn't been talking to him about what they were doing. 
which means they were building all alone. It's getting kind of quiet in the house right now. They were so busy building that there wasn't no prayer going on. How do you know that? Because God went down there to see them. There wasn't any sacrifices being offered because they were so busy building a tower that was going to reach the heavens. And you say, well, what's wrong with building something? There's nothing wrong with building something. But you'll get in trouble when you start building without God. Without God is the key word. And if you read on, the Bible tells us the true reason for why they wanted to build. It said they wanted to make a name for themselves. Or they said, let us build so that we can make a name for ourselves." Amen. Praise God. People that want to make a name for themselves have no problem going at it alone. You can be seated. People that are building for their own satisfaction, they have no problem going at it all by themselves. Because they're not going to share the glory with God anyway. They're looking to build them own selves. I've watched even people of God work so hard trying to make a name for themselves. And they worked so hard making a name for themselves that they didn't have time to go by the church and pray. Well, praise God. Let me just tell you, every time you build alone, it will always end up a sad story at the end. I'm not interested in putting forth effort in my life all by myself. If I do something, please don't get mad at me when I tarry a long time. Please don't get mad at me when I say we're about to have a meeting and it's two years before we have the meeting. Please don't get mad at me if all I say is, you know what, let's pray about it. You know why? Because I'm not going to go at it all by myself. I'm not going to walk in at 10 o'clock and say, Lord, give me a word so I can preach at 1030. You can rest assured all week long I've been saying, God, if you ain't with me, I'm going to be in trouble. I need you to give me a word for Sunday. It ain't my people, it's your people. It ain't my sheep, it's your sheep. God, if you want them fed, you got to give me some feed. Man, people that want to make a name for themselves, they don't need to go to church. Well, praise God. People that want to make a name for themselves, they don't need a pastor. It surprised you how many people have a pastor versus people that have a preacher. Surprise me. Because I've got a pastor. Well, praise God. It's getting awful quiet. It's good though. Praise God. People that go at it alone, they don't have to have a prayer life. You know, because they're builders. They're building their relationships. They're building their life. They're building what they want. That's why they don't need church three times a week. Praise God. I thought you might shout, but I figured not. 
Man, I, I want to shake somebody out of that mindset today. I, I, I want to get rid of that know-it-all spirit in this church. I, I want to get rid of that I-got-it-all-figured-out spirit in this church. I want, I want to get rid of that, well, I'll be back when I get it all figured out. Just give me a little time. I don't want to pray right now. Let me get some stuff figured out. Let me get a few things built. No. You're going to build all by yourself is what's going to happen. Amen. God, give us more people that say, Lord, I can't even walk without you holding my hand. Hey, don't get too big for your spiritual britches. God, I can't even walk without you holding my hand. That mountain ain't no problem. Oh, yeah. You're going to crash into the mountain. If you'll get God. Oh, I feel so much Holy Ghost in here. I'm going to break some old rebellions in this house. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. God, we got to have you. God, we got to have you. God, we got to have you. I'm personally, I wrote these notes down. I'm tired of seeing people's dreams broken, dashed, and lives and hopes and desires and crash to the ground. Man, tired of seeing broken homes. I guess what I'm really tired of is watching people try to do it all by themselves. Bible said, except the Lord build the house. Except the Lord build the house. All the labor would be in vain. Now you're talking about foolish. To work like a dog your whole life. And not let God help you. That's that's what I call foolish. I'll just tell you. Fifteen minutes of red hot prayer every day would turn your whole life around. I'm not going to stand there and tell you you got to pray for hours. And of course, when you get a hold of 15 minutes of red hot, I can tell you what's going to happen to you. You're going to look at the clock and say, that was the quickest hour I've ever seen in my life. Committing your life to prayer. You know what that is? It's inviting God to build with you for the day. It's you saying, God, I can't do this by myself. I need you to help me through this day. I don't know what I'm building today. I don't know what's going to happen today. I don't know what I'm going to face today. But if you will help me, we're going to build something beautiful. Well, and the signal is when you don't come pray is I can do this all by myself. The body language is thanks, but no thanks. 
I've been beating this dead horse for almost nine years. And I'm going to preach it until I'm raptured out or I'm laying flat. Because this is the answer to you having a beautiful life. And God put a burden on my spirit. They don't want to build it by themselves. I, I, I can't imagine living in this city and not coming to this church and crying out to God. It blows my mind to think that people could live in this city. And I, I'm, I hope you know I'm not rebuking anybody, even though the Bible says rebuke. Take it for what it is. I can't imagine living in this city and not coming to this house and saying, God, will you help me this day? I can't imagine how much trouble is happening in people's lives that don't have 15 minutes to come to the house and say, God, build it with me today. Build my life. Well, maybe I should get... Praise God. I can't imagine living in this city, living driving distance, not being at this house every time the doors were open. Maybe y'all didn't have it as bad as I had it when I was out there. Maybe you ain't got it as good as I got it when I got here. Maybe you got like a low-dose Holy Ghost. Maybe you got the 2%. But when I repented, you know, something just clicked in my mind. When people repent 2%, you get a 2% Holy Ghost. But when you lay it all down, friends, relationships, honky-tonks, throw away your beer buddies, uh, throw away your smoking buddies, uh, throw away George Jones, uh, throw away George. (laughs) How about this? You get a new closet. That's not holiness right there. Come on, is there any two percenters or four? How much Holy Ghost do you want? Hey, I want it all. Praise God, I got to preach. What time is it? Praise God. If you will pray, if you will pray, you will get guidance. When you pray, if there's things in your life that shouldn't be there, you'll get conviction. Conviction is just guidance is all it is. It's guiding you away from something. Problem is, some people don't want guidance. Well, hallelujah. Because when you start inquiring of the Lord and say, God, build with me. God, help me. God will start saying, okay, move that wall over about four foot. Why don't you change that? Why don't you remove that? Why don't we get rid of this? Why don't we get some more? This is my That's what some people say when I start preaching. This is my life. You're getting in my personal business. Oh, yeah, Moses got in their business. He got in their real personal business. Well, this is my family. Well, let's see how it turns out for you when you do it like you want to do it. Well, hallelujah. But when you get a prayer life, God starts substituting this for that. Saying you need to get off of Instagram and go down to the church for a little while. Get off the internet and 
that ain't what I've come to prayer for. Praise God. I feel like preaching in this church under a heavy burden today that if we don't let God do this, it's going to be a mess. If you don't let God help raise your children, I mean, I just can't whoop them. Well, God said whoop them. Well, I'm not into all that. Well, why don't you let God do that part and just trust that he knows best. It's amazing. I don't even know why I'm preaching this. It was like I needed a whooping every day to go to sleep. I just, it was like so relaxing to me, like a Benadryl just. And before then, I was just pinching people because pushing people and kicking people. Y'all didn't have four brothers. Y'all got cheated. It was just. Dad would say, if I hear one more thing. I'm trying to go sleep. If I hear one more thing, I'm getting up with a bell. And you're getting a woman. I just couldn't help it. One of them was squeezed. Guess what? It all gets to line up. See, back in the day, you didn't get to explain who was right and who was wrong. <laughs> you learn to be good together. Or get a whooping together. He better line up, pow, pow, pow. And it's just like, we just. It's wonderful. Where did that come from? It came from the Word of God. Spare the rod, you'll spoil the child. Light them up every now and then, and you'll make a preacher out of them. Praise God. Amen. That's good preaching, ain't it, brother? That's good stuff right there. Praise God. I got an amen corner right now. He had a belt buckle, had Coca-Cola on it. About that big around. Seemed like it. I don't know. When you heard it go clang, clang, you know it's bedtime. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. God's good. Praise God. Help me, Jesus. People don't pray because they don't want God changing stuff. Praise the Lord. I want God to change stuff. Because if he don't change some stuff, we're going to get down the road and realize we've all built in vain. God comes down to the tower. Some people say that they were trying to build a tower so tall that if another flood happened, See, these were the descendants of the flood. If another flood happened, they wanted to be so high that God couldn't get them. Amen. You know what that is? That's ignorance. God knows how to get you. Whatever the reason was, it wasn't built with God's help. It was done for their own desires. I mean, let me tell you something. Whatever you do, you better make sure you do it with the kingdom of God in mind. I, I want you to be aware of trying to become a millionaire or a billionaire. If you're doing it, if your motives, if your goal is so you will become somebody, you don't want to do that. That's a one-way ticket to being lost. But if you allow God to put a burden on you, I wish God would put a burden on somebody to pay off that new church. If you get God to put it on you, God, I want you to bless me so I can be a blessing. God, I want you to pour it out on me so I can pour it out on you. Guess what will happen? You'll be the one chosen You think God would give somebody a million dollars that would cause them to be lost and you spend eternity in hell? No. He's going to let you, you fall down. 
He's going to find somebody that they can still come to church. They could still love people. They could still respect one another. They could still come to prayer meeting and humble themselves before the Lord. Money full of pocket or pocket full of money. Did I say money full of pocket? You ought to try this sometime. God, help us. Give us the right burden. We know God was not involved in the Tower of Babel. His wisdom was not sought after. His will was not sought after. They did it for themselves. God comes down. He begins to look at it. I'm telling you, if God ain't going to get the glory, he's probably going to turn your apple cart upside down. I don't... I want to tell you something. God ain't going to give people talents. Well, praise the Lord. If you ain't going to use them for him. Praise God. Middle C, y'all like that? I already started my training. Praise God. All my family, I love having family here, great singers, and my whole family can sing, except for me. Let me tell you what happened. (laughs) When I was a teenager, I wanted to be a country music singer. (laughs) I'm just being honest with you. If God would have gave me a voice where I could, (laughs) I would have probably went straight to Nashville I'm just being as honest as I can be. And God said, I ain't going to let you be a singer. I'm not going to give you any talent. Whoop. Pull you out of the line. Everybody in my family can do Except for me. Can't play nothing. Can't sing nothing. You don't want to know why? Because I'd have built it all by myself. Well, it's like confession day. I feel like my head's in the back. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah, I'm sorry if you ever did that. <laughs> Lift your hands to the Lord together. In the name of Jesus. on for just another moment. Let's talk to the Lord. Begin to think about yesterday. All I've read history about the tower, and it was a pretty tall tower that they had built already. And began to think about all the bricks that they had made, and that they had cut, and all the mortar that they had mixed, and all the just effort and all the labor. I'm sure there was. Backs that got messed up and legs got messed up and people got crushed by falling bricks and I can all the effort and all the injuries and all the pain that went into the building of the Tower of Babel and God comes down. Why does He come down? Because He wasn't involved in it. 
And he comes down and he says, I'm just going to mix this up. I'm going to cause chaos to where he can't talk to him anymore. And he can't talk to him anymore. And they can't talk to them anymore. And you can't build if nobody can communicate. And all the effort that went into it was for nothing. Imagine telling your grandkids, I worked on that thing that was never finished. I was the brick layer on the job that never got finished. God help me right now. I said a whole bunch of stuff to talk for 90 seconds. Don't set a timer or nothing. There's people in here that's got great goals in mind and great things you want to achieve in your lives and great desires and some of them are even good stuff and godly stuff. We're all building stuff. God gave me a word for this church. And it's simply this. Accept the Lord. Accept the Lord. He's in the middle of everything that you do. Everything that you, you do in your life, the Bible says, will be in vain. My God, I feel, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. I've seen people try. I've seen people go at it alone. I've seen people... I can say it like this. I've seen people do, start churches alone. Just because they felt they needed. Didn't seek God. Didn't seek counsel. 30 years later, there's two people there. You know they've worked hard. You know they've put their life into it. You know they've had a lot of restless nights. God help us. Well, Jesus. Lift your hands to the Lord right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, help me pray right now. Come on, help me pray. Come on, if, if, if you'll let God into it, there's going to be some relationships that God's going to sever. If you'll pull God onto the job site with you right now, there's some things going to turn around. Come on, in Jesus' name. There's some people, you're only one prayer meeting away from God turning it all around. You're one commitment away from God turning it all around. Come on, I feel it in the Holy Ghost right now. Come on, in Jesus' name. Somebody needs to make a commitment to God right now. Hallelujah. Before you get too far in this process. Jesus' name. Come on, let's turn this into a little prayer room right now.
In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, I want your voice. I want your voice of prayer to be heard right now. I want God to hear your voice right now. God, I've tried to do it by myself. Come on, there's people you've tried to find happiness all by yourself. You've tried to find it in money. You've tried to find it in careers and friends and things of this life. Come on, the Yanamasa. Yanamasa, Nanamasa, Talabasa, Come on, I see something beautiful happening. Come on, church, all you got to do is invite him. Hallelujah. 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 God, I ask you. God, we need you. God, show me. God, speak to me. God, order my footsteps. God, work on my spirit. <laughs> wish you would pray until you begin to cry. Come on, church, just don't, don't hold anything in. I feel it in the Holy Ghost. You need to pray until tears begin to flow. You need to get the bitterness out of your heart, the unforgiveness out of your spirit. Come on, God can't build on bitterness. Come on, he can't build on hatred. Come on, he can't build on a cynical spirit. Purify me, Lord. Purify me, Lord. Cleanse me, God. <laughs> Come on, let's do some soul searching right now. Some soul searching. Oh, why don't you say, guide me, Lord. Come on, would you tell God in your prayer, you can lead me, Lord. God, I invite you in. This is not my life. This is your life, God. This is not my family. This is your family. This is not my career. This is your career, God. It's not my future, God. It's your future. God, it all belongs to you. I give it all to you, God. God, don't let me destroy my own family. Don't let me destroy my own self. Come on, I ask you, God. I ask you, I beg you, I plead with you, God. Come on, church, let God work on you right now. Oh, He can do it so beautiful. Come on, he can make something so beautiful, so wonderful. <laughs> oh, what a powerful story it's going to be. What an amazing testimony it's going to be if you give it to him. Come on, let him move some things around in your spirit. Come on, let him remove some things out of your life. Let him add some different things. Come on. 